When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another preview for Bournemouth versus Nottingham Forest, taking place this Sunday at 2pm. Good evening everybody, hope you're well and welcome to the preview and... I like playing Bournemouth now because we get to speak to Statman John. How are you, Johnny boy? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you, Wolfie? Nice to have me on again. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm wearing uh, a kit that should be familiar to to your uh, to your channel you're viewers. Already. You're starting already. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna start to prod the chat already. They're already all riled up from Ant yesterday, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. And it's good to see you, man. We haven't done a beat the drop for a while. Don't worry, chat. It's back next week. Um, Jimmy is like salivating on the WhatsApp group to get in and start talking FFP, isn't he? And it's, uh, yeah, uh, great. The third time he'll be talking about that. It's not like he's got much to talk about for his team, so he's got to make it about Forest. <laughs> I love John. I love John. And chat, <laughs> guess what? We're on time because that man John is his clock is in sync with Big Ben. It must be. It must be, <laughs> but it's good to have you. And as Jay says, we all know what's going to happen. Boring Mouth will be giving the ref those brown envelopes. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Don't you guys worry? Um, please don't forget as well to subscribe to John's channel. I meant to put it in the title, and freaking Nick hasn't done it, so I'll do it now. Uh, but make sure you subscribe, Johnny Boy. Let him know what this what the channel name is while I add it. Yes, Cherry's Red Army. Um, you'll see the Twitter app down here when there isn't a um when there isn't a comment loaded um but yeah just cherry's red army on youtube instagram and twitter um yeah check out the, video the title now, now. we'll do a reaction to it so all you have to do is click on it subscribe and then give them abuse about their roof and their brown envelopes all right let, let's let's get into this john because it feels like a long time ago we played each other, but it wasn't that long ago. This is that weird reverse fixture that kind of mirrors itself up. And let's let's just agree here now that you cheated. We didn't cheat. The referee was shit. That was that was that's that's the reality of it. You're hiding ref, behind his the ref, shirt. The ref had a terrible decision. There's no Bournemouth fan that is gonna ever come back to you and say the ref made the right call on that one. Because once once you slow it down a bit and you realize, yeah, no, the the, that, the referee fucked it absolutely. Um, uh, but you know, it, it was it was weird. It was a weird one in that game, though, to be honest. Because really, Bournemouth just about deserved a point. Forest were probably the better team for a good chunk mm. of that game, mm. and it just we just had a really clinical on the day striker to um to really mess things around in the defense and and score and score his hat trick. But um, it was. Yeah, I mean, I was there. It was a nervy game for a lot of it, and uh, yeah, I, I do think that uh, yeah, would have been it would have been a very different result if if uh, Bolly hadn't been sent off. I mean, that's that's I mean, no shit. But it really was a game that Forest were looking strong in, and had you had eleven, I think it would have been a very different result. 
Yeah, because we lost our manager bounce thanks to Rob Jones because that was Nuno's first match. I was hoping yeah. for a manager bounce. And then I got to say, Solanke was just clinical. I mean, the defending was poor, especially on that last goal. But yeah, he's kind of, he's bagging him in for you, isn't he? Were you worried? Because there was links to Arsenal, uh, sorry, to Spurs with him quite late in that transfer window. Were you thinking he was going to go? Were you quite um, confident that he was going to stay? Yeah. Yeah. There was, I mean, there was, there was no way he was leaving now. There was no way he was leaving in January. Um, I mean, we were already looking to move Keeper Moore on loan, which we managed to do. The reason that we've moved him on Thank loan, you. Uh, the the reason why he's gone out on loan um, is because we we were able to replace him and bring in a um, uh, Turkish striker called uh, Unal, who's like we're now waiting on a visa from, so I don't think he'll actually be available for, for the Forest game, which is frustrating. But um, he looks like a decent decent player to come in and challenge Solanke. But uh, yeah, he's, he's too... He, he would have cost too much. There's no way we would have sold him for anything less than like 60, 70 million in, in, in January because he's too important to us. Um, but I, I think in the summer, I think you'll find quite a bit of business going on around him. Uh, yeah, that's Ex-City. And it's now, so um, I, I, the thing is, is like he's got one more big move left now. You'd say because he'll be How old is he now? Twenty-seven. Not that he couldn't have another really good one. Not that he couldn't yeah. have more than one. But in terms of like, if he's going to move somewhere and be the main man, like this is the time to do it. Um, and you know, I, I could definitely see him. I could definitely see him at Tottenham. I, th- I think he is. I think he's perfect striker for Postecoglou. So I could, I could very definitely see him putting him. But it's going to be like 50, 60 at least. Um, and it's whether they stump up that cash because we don't have to sell him. He signed a new deal this season mm. to twenty twenty seven. So we don't have to let him go. It'll be, it'll be an interesting one to see what uh, to see what happens there. But um, yeah, he'll be, he'll be sticking around and he'll be motivated to keep banging the goals in and try and make that England squad. I wouldn't be surprised if he, I would be surprised if he does because mm, favorites you know, FC South because yeah, exactly. But um, you never know. So. <laughs> that just reminded me. Remember Jace? <laughs> yeah, that was it, Jace. I was just thinking. I recognise Solanke, and I can't remember where from. But yeah, Solanke. It can only be Jace. It can only be. Yeah, Jace. it has to be Jace. Yeah. Uh, um, look, you guys get this um a lot, like we do. Like when you talk to opposition fans, it's always with us. Morgan Gibbs White, Morgan Gibbs White, Jono last year, etc. And with you guys, it's Solanke or Solanko, as Jace would say. But for me, your standout player, especially this last month and a half. Alex Scott, mate. I mean, we talked about him when he signed. Up. I said, what a great signing. But he has just hit the ground running for me. Have you guys been impressed with him so far? Oh, yeah, massively. And he's already played in three different... He's already played as a six and eight and a ten in mm. midfield. He's so versatile. Um, last couple of games, he's actually started as the ten. Um, he played in the cup and then against uh, West Ham, he started as the ten. He's just hard worker very intelligent very skillful on the ball he's just got everything like we won't have him for very long at all there will be another we'll have him for maybe two seasons and then we'll sell him for a massive profit because he's just every time he plays you're just like yeah he's just he's just the next best thing he really is what um, did you pay for him uh 25 that's yeah. quite a big outlay for yeah. someone coming from the championship you know but I mean, Mark will know, but I'm on Champ Man. He's uh, not Champ Man. It's called Football Manager. Now he's next level, yeah. you know. And he, joking aside, even um, in the Championship, he was standing out. So it's risky there, 25 mil. But mm. 
he's doing the business now, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's. Um, I think he's just got the one goal and one assist in the league so far. So if he's going to keep playing as the number ten, he'll need to just add. Um, you know, maybe he'll have to add a couple more uh, goals and assists to that. But I think generally he's just he's just the complete package already, and he's nineteen. I think. What What would you say his actual position should be because like you said he's jumped around a few positions already but long term when you got your team settled <laughs> where do you see him naturally fitting in um it's difficult to say i think the one thing he i, I thought the last the out of those sort of like down the middle positions i'd, I'd see him being the number six least because he's mm. he can do that job but he's not he's not much of a ball winner that's not necessarily the big part of his game but he's he's a very good presser he could play as a box to box or he could play as the as the attacking midfielder behind the strike he could really play either i don't see him really nailing down either of those positions as in like you know he's probably just better than whoever we've got in both of those positions he's not necessarily yeah. the best in either of those two as it were in terms of you can't quite identify it yet because he's still developing as a player um but because he's got so many attributes it's, it's difficult to nail down exactly where where you put him um but for now because our entire midfield is working really well at the moment lewis cook has been really good as the deepest line playmaker and is is really sort of going under the radar i think across the league in terms of people just aren't noticing his game mm. and similarly with ryan christie who's just reborn in this deeper line accidentally position yeah i mean it was done somewhat of an accident because he just had to be played there but it's it's like um it's like i'd, I'd love to give eddie howe the credit for putting joel linton as a ball winning midfielder but it just happened as an accident yeah. he was like well, i suppose yeah. he could work there and then suddenly like he you know he stormed the league for a season and ryan christie now as an as an as a 10 who you know worked hard but never got any goals and assists he got shunted back into the double pivot, and now, now he's like a deep line playmaker that wins the ball well. Has got really lovely skill on the ball, and just helps our team tick. Uh, and it's just it's combining really well at the moment. But um, yeah, we're keeping keeping the player like Phil Billing out of the team, who is um, it's interesting that 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 one's an interesting subplot within the within the squad because he might be kicking up a bit of a fuss because he's not playing very much at the moment. So we'll, we'll see what happens with Philip Billingham. Yeah, because he, he's not, he's kind of been out of favour. Like you said, with Cook and Christie in there. I mean, Billingham could think could play in that 10 role as well quite mm -hmm. comfortably. But um, I was surprised that he didn't actually go in January. There was no real big talks about any links with him because you're right, he's not been getting the game time. And for us as Forest fans, um, we're happy with him sat on that goddamn bench, I'll tell you that much, man. So yeah, no chance he starts Sunday? No, no, I don't see it. That's a, I mean, he was he was apparently ill for the game against West Ham. You know, we'll see what the re reality of that was. But... Um, no, I, I think the weird thing is for him is that I think his, I do think his best position. I mean, you're right; he can play in the ten, but he also would work really quite, I think, as well as the more box to box player in in, mm. in that midfield three. Yeah. But I do think that the manager, I just don't think he quite does what the manager wants in any in any position. You know, because we've had a couple of players that have basically had to leave this on loan this January, 
because they're not getting game time because I don't think they're quite what the manager wants. You've been Hamtraore, who looked really nice, but he's had to go on loan. He's gone to Napoli. David Brooks hasn't been getting any game time. He's gone on loan to Southampton. Um, Joe Rothwell's gone out on loan. And Billing, I just don't think he plays quite what the manager wants. He's like the next best choice off the bench every game. But I don't think he's really going to be starting very many games anymore for us. And that's why I think it may well see him sold in the summer it'd be, it'd be an interesting one he literally only just signed a contract because i yeah. thought we were going to lose him for nothing yeah and then he signed a contract out of nowhere so i don't know it's 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 an interesting one there's a few burning questions in our you know our trolley chat and mark wants to know do you make your bed every day or is it just when you're about to do a stream uh when i'm about to do a stream but i've every, asked so many times Every His time. room is immaculate, man. If my kids could tidy their room half as good as John does, it would be amazing. And you can't John... see all the mess off screen. That's the thing. <laughs> I keep, I made sure my camera faces this way so you don't see the pile of crap on the other side. And and they're now interested in your blinds. Did you color match your blinds purposely with your door or was it just coincidental? Uh, no, I, I mean, this is a house share. So this, is, this was sorted by the owner when he redid it. So I no, I, I'd imagine he did probably pick them out to match. Probably. <laughs> anyway, let's get back onto football because uh, you played West Ham yesterday. What the hell was what's his face um, doing, Calvert? Uh, Calvert. Oh, yeah. What was um, that? Man? I think I think he was sold down the river by um, by his teammates. To be fair, in in mm. in that passage of play, but just a really good press from Christie somehow Christie managed to not touch the ball there, which I think was almost more impressive because he touches that at all and so like he's offside, offside and then yeah. it's an easy it's an easy finish. Uh, the frustrating thing was in the end, I think it was the tale of the two Ghanaians on the pitch. There was a a chance I don't know how Semenyo didn't put away. Yeah. It just it just he had a couple really one on one and he just fired it straight at the keeper. It's just he's got it's basically it's just a one on one just slot it home and he and he messes it up. And then you have um you know the most dangerous player on the pitch is um Kudus yes. mm. um and completely skins Kelly who just takes yeah just takes him Did out. You think it was uh, a penalty? Like, yeah, it's a stone baller. <laughs> I don't know how the ref missed it. It's like it's like not. I mean the the hand on the shoulder. No, I don't think that's enough. But he clips him, and it's mm. and it's not hard to see. So it's I, I don't know how the ref the ref missed it, but yeah, it was it was the correct call. I'm more annoyed that um, I'm almost more annoyed that Neto dived out of the way of it because War Prowse yeah. fires is all his penalties down the middle, basically. Down the middle, yeah. I said and that Neto yesterday, yeah. And I, I I was just sort of like, surely you've done your homework, but I think I think keepers feel like they have to dive. So um, I get that feeling on FIFA when I'm playing. It's like I'm gonna out outsmart this on a penalty shoot. I'm gonna go down the middle, and the bastard stands there. Yeah, <laughs> I catch you every time. Yeah, <laughs> he just gets like that. Oh my god, they're obsessed with your goddamn room now, man. Big up for his landlord and his interior design <laughs> level. <laughs> they like my landlord then, uh, more than they like me. Yeah, but tidies his room and leaves an empty water bottle beside the bed. <laughs> That's not empty. Yeah, proper screw it. Good thing they can't see my room, mate. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let's have a quick chat about Forest Johnny Boy. Um, so brought in only three. I say only three. We still yeah, probably did more transfer. Quiet window for Forest. Yeah, very very <laughs> quiet window for Forest. But um, how how you what do you think of the three we brought in? So we got Rainer in, we got um Rodrigo in, and we got 
Matt Sells in the new goalkeeper. Any of those uh, fill you with any kind of jealousy or envy at all? Um, Rayner is the is the interesting one. He's he's kind of the wild card because I think he's played. I think I remember hearing on a podcast he's played like less than three hundred minutes over the last season and a half. Like he's not played any football for a year and a half. So, mm-hmm. that um, you know, that's that's partly injuries, but that's partly just not being favoured by the manager as well. So, you know, he can can he do it for Forest? Is he going to start many games? Probably not. So, don't can think he have an impact on the bench. Mm, I don't know. I think I think. Is he is he a player that's going to fit a counter attacking style? What makes you think we're not going to dominate and play prime bars of football, mate? Isn't he more of like? But he's more like a ten right winger, isn't he? He sort of yeah. So that right wing position, I'd say Alanga's kind of when he's fit, he's kind of got that nailed down with his performances in the last month and a half. So it's difficult for Reina to really to to start the game. Then I don't really know anything about a youngster. Um, you would you you've told me that you know he's a striker, but you know you've got a one. Sorry, no one knows anything about him, man. We're just trusting right, Nuno okay, on this enough. one. Yeah, you've got, you've, you know, a one he's going to start that one. Obviously, he's a youngster, so he might yeah. have an impact off the bench yeah. at some point if if Wood's not there. Um, but you know, Wood is obviously you know knocking them in as well. Um, and why then, would you say a line um, like that? Do you realize how I mean, they're going to pounce on that? Wood is knocking them in. Well, I mean, he's your top he just, scorer this season. Oh, God. So, hold on. Yeah, but no, I'm saying that. And like, if you do any kind of wood style jokes, the chat are just going to bounce on it now and they're just going to be all like wood jokes. So thanks for that, John. You just ruined chat now. You, you, Honestly, you, I said, the one, you I said were the yes. one that took time out to focus on it. It's your fault now. No, because I can't miss them. You know what happened yesterday, right? I said that I said to the chat, the reason Nuno took wood off at half time was because he said it stiffened up. Right, and that was it. Okay, now that's your that's all on you. <laughs> that's what Nuno said, right? And for the next 20 minutes, you see, and here we go, they've started. I, I just I just knew him. I just honestly chat. You embarrass us in front of prestigious guests like Statman John, man. Seriously, they just come knocking through. Sorry, John, I interrupted you. I interrupted um, you. and then cells. I mean, I, I'm not entirely sure why you brought him in. I, I, I really, I'm really not too sure why. I mean, you know, he's not exactly not. I don't think he was really doing all that much in France. I'm fairly certain. I can't remember who it is, but there's another keeper that I know you've been linked with and been going after for the last like year. And I'm fairly certain you'll probably go for him again in the summer. I wish you'd tell me who this keeper is that we're I'm linked. Trying, I'm trying to remember. Who, I'm trying to remember who it is that you've been linked with. A, a keeper that I think is actually. You've gone on mute, mate. You've muted yourself, John. John. I, um, I really, I really don't know about enough about uh, the cells guy at all. And I, mm. you know, admittedly, you know, Matt Turner's not exactly been doing anything great. But you've already brought in Vlacodimos in last summer, so why not try him out? Uh, just, I'm, I'm, I don't know. So yeah, it's, it's, it's. I don't think you've you've improved your starting eleven. With with those three chances, let's say, but then we didn't really either with Bournemouth. We we brought in um we brought in a, a reserve striker, and we recalled two players who were both likely to be reserves as uh, to be um you know one of the first players off the bench as well in terms of defensive midfield. So yeah, it's 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 a difficult market to do anything in in January, but you can't stop um 
Maranakis, um, even if your life depended on it. Hey, they're, they're all now taking the piss out of you on how you said Vlacodemus, because you called him Vlacodemus. Vlacodemus. Whichever one is Greek. Either of those. He's Greek. It's You're not going to pronounce it either of those two ways, are you? This is the guy, by the way, who calls Dominguez, Dominguez, Dominguez by the way, oh, right? Yeah, so, one of them. Is yeah, it? exactly. Exactly, Crypto. And uh, he's also put in a super chat. And thank you for the two pounds. I don't hate him at all. I just, I just hate when he rambles on about FFP because he's done it like... like, and, and, like the. The arguments there is just when him and Ant go at it, I just, I'm just like, right, cheers, thanks for wasting another ten minutes of having the same argument again. Uh, I just like, like, just, just leave it until when that, whenever your hearing comes back in April, March, yeah. um, and then, uh, and then we can start talking about it. But exactly. you know, you'll, you'll, you'll have made, you know. A series of videos by then going on about it anyway so you'll be you'll be bored by the time we talk about unbeat the drop anyway the fact that that john's just admitted he hates jimmy means you like have to now go and subscribe to his channel the link is pinned in the uh wait till jimmy the sees that. Wait till <laughs> we love you really that. jimmy we love you seriously, man. <laughs> like jimmy you need to know the difference between ffp and psr man seriously jimmy it's like it's a whole different world but okay um so Let's let's talk this chat, man. I, they, uh, we should have done this pre-recorded, John. We would have been like done having our dinner by now. These lot not bugging us yeah. so much, yeah. But mm -hmm. um, anyway, so you think Rainer's not a starter? I disagree. I think Rainer will start on the right, and I think Elanga will go out on the left. Even though I kind of like Elanga on the right, I think that's what we're gonna see. Mm -hmm. I, I think this is gonna be an interesting match, though, because looking at our fixtures. This is one we, with all due respect to Bournemouth, we need to target this one. We've got some tough games coming up. West Ham, yep. uh, sorry, Newcastle, West Ham, Liverpool, Villa, I think are our next few. And then we get a few decent games. Um, where where do you think you guys are in terms of your season now? Because you've been, you know, happy clapping these last couple of months um, over Ariola or Iriola, however you, the proper way of pronouncing it is. Iriola. Yeah, but you're you're only what six points ahead of us. In a way, it's a semi six pointer because we could go three points behind you if you win, or you could pull a nine goal, a nine goal, a nine point gap on us. Is this a, an important game for you, or is this one if you lost, it's not season defining? I mean, it's a home game against a team that's not going to be in the top ten. So you kind of have to look at it as a game you should be getting three points from, um, and it's pretty it's pretty much as simple as that. I mean, you would have looked at it the same way. Um, you, you know, you would have looked at obviously things didn't work out and and the ref got in the way of the match, but things you know you would have looked at the Bournemouth match, um, the reverse fixture in exactly the same way that you should mm -hmm. be winning the game. Um, and obviously for Forest, you've got the added motivation of sort of like um, revenge. You know, yeah, the revenge on it. Obviously, you've not had a win against us for a few years, so you know, trying to get over that hoodoo. Um, and it's it's a little bit more of a free hit for Forest because it is an away fixture. Um, but it's one that you're absolutely right. You should be targeting to get at least a point from. Um, 
you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think I think for for in terms of Bournemouth season, yeah, we get we win we win this if we if we do win this game, you know, that points that puts us two points behind Chelsea if they lose whatever fixture they've got this weekend, who are currently in tenth, and we've got a game in hand against Luton, the one that was the one that got suspended. I think they've got Wolves off the top of my head, and then they got Wolves. Yeah, that sounds right. So that's good yeah. for you because they're both kind of in and around. Well, wolves are, ele- wolves are eleventh, uh, and Chelsea yeah. are tenth. So, you know, we are we are kind of now looking at really solidifying, but we're close enough that we can aim for a top half finish. So, you know, we're we're still we're looking upwards rather than rather than down at the moment, and particularly like it's not like I think we're in any risk of getting relegated now because you look at the bottom, you look at the bottom three as it stands. Luton actually look like they might pull away depending on the results of Everton's appeal and then their mm. further their further punishment. There's obviously Forest as well, but you know we'll we'll wait until April for that one. So yeah, it's it's, it's just it's just all positive at the moment, I'd say. Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry, John. All right. I know Surge is gone. Chat. You're acting like we just sold Morgan Gibbs White. Like, calm down, right? <laughs> It's okay. Aurier wasn't going to play for Vares. It's fine. It's fine. So calm down. Calm down. We'll do a video update at some point on it. Um, we got we got to talk about the main talking points here, John. The stuff that can really define the match. You know what I'm going to say because Matthew said it here. How's the weather? Well, you did the research for me, didn't you? You've, already, did. you've already linked me in that. What did you say? It was a... Uh, 18, 18 miles per hour hurricane. 18 miles per hour hurricane. Mm-hmm. Um, down there on the south coast. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't live in Bournemouth anymore, so I couldn't. I couldn't tell you what it's like down there. Um, hey, we'll we'll just have to we'll have to wait and see. I, I mean, it's that is not the same as what it was when that game was called off. Um, and I'm fairly certain they will have done something to try and prevent any further damage being done. But I can't guarantee anything because uh, I know what. Uh, I know what Sod's Law's like. Um, but yeah, no, the game will go ahead, obviously. Uh, and it's, uh, I don't know, strong winds might favour... Uh... Well, they favour you? That favour us? I'm not sure. Uh, well, we're not good uh, in the aerial side defensively at the moment, mate. So if the ball's swirling in the air, I don't know if I fancy our chances of, of headering the ball clear. But it's... Uh, I don't know, man. I just... I'm confidently, nervously worried about this game. I I don't know if that sentence makes any sense. Because, like, I wake up and I think, yeah, Reina might start. Um, Taiwo's back. Alanga could start. And then I think, but it's goddamn Bournemouth, man. If this is 3-2 again, me and you, chat, take a good look at John. If Bournemouth this one win this one 3-2... No more beat the drop. No more Statman Johns. No more nothing. Right? I'm not dealing with a three-two. So that that's the bit that worries me. On paper, I think we're strong enough. I actually have to say, watching and obviously I could only watch the highlights yesterday of your West Ham game, but it just seemed like it was wave after wave of of you guys attacking them and them them almost acting like they were the away team. I don't know. Is that would that be a fair assessment or was it quite balanced? Um, no, Bournemouth definitely had the had it the first half and really should have been 2-0 up at least mm. after the first half. Um, and then 
West Ham sort of came back into it into the second. I missed the last 15 minutes. Um, so I it was uh it was it was a game that Bournemouth really should have I mean, I'm not disappointed with the one-all draw away at West Ham. I predicted a one-all draw, but I do think that we we did miss out on three points there. Um, it was a silly mistake to to let them have their penalty, and which which was a penalty. It was poor defending, but we we should have we we definitely should have been more than one 0 up come half time, and that would have that would have that would have been enough to see us through. I think because West Ham weren't very good. Um, but we, I don't think we played at our best either. I don't think we played really that close to our best, particularly the second half. So, um, yeah, I think, I think for this game, it'll be interesting to sort of see like how effective are we gonna, like how much are you gonna try and play out from the back? Because if you do, I think we can, we can, we can create chance against you by nicking the ball off your defense, off your defenders, because our high press is just so effective at the moment. But, People are saying it's the best high press in the league at the moment. It's one of the it's one of the best, definitely. Mm. I'd need to actually look up the. It's um letting my name well, down. You, but that I'd man John hasn't got stats to hand. I need to actually look up the stats to sort of see what our high turnover numbers are like. But we're definitely one of the best in the league in terms of creating sh- in, in terms of shot creating actions from high turnovers. Um, and we were top for goals from high turnovers earlier in the leagues earlier in the season. So, um, yeah, it's it's. I think if you can if you can. If you can beat that high press, then then I think you can get some joy on the counter attack. I really do. Particularly, like I was very impressed with Alanga for that for those couple of games after Nuno came in. Obviously, Morgan gives White is playing a lot better in the ten. A one you scares me. Um, he's he's a very very effective striker. And while I think Zabani are has done really well against most of the centre backs he's come up with, there have been a couple very physical strikers that he has struggled with. Mm. So um What's Sinesi like with kind of physical strikers? Sinesi's okay, but really the game the, the defensive plan is always generally Zabani's the more the bigger, stronger, more physical one. He'll go up against the main man and then Sinesi will just like probably jump onto Morgan Gibbs White um when he mm. can just to sort of try and prevent him from being able to turn. He'll follow the man he's marking all the way like into the opposition third if he has to um it and it just it's never really sort of come back to bite us yet but i think at some point a, a team will figure out what we're doing defensively there and, and work around it so um yeah it's i, I think it'd be a high scoring game regardless i i have predicted three two yeah. <laughs> to bournemouth but um yeah, I think it'll be a, a very uh, a very interesting one. I mean, I'm seeing Kevin all of Kevin's comments about Rayner because if he if if Rayner either doesn't feature or comes on and does nothing, uh, it'll be very, it'll be interesting to see um, what Kevin talks about next in your next show. I think Rayner's gonna score. He's gonna let it rain on you, seriously, man. I think he scores if he plays. Watch him not play now. Yeah, that's I the think... thing. He won't start, will he? I think he starts. I just got a feeling. He's, I just don't think really? Callum Hudson Odoi looks confident enough to be playing on the left. The question is, will he switch Reina onto the right and put Alanga on the left? That's the debate I'm having in my mind now. Um, I'll have my preview out for tomorrow morning, guys, to so check that out. But I needed to get the inside intel from Statman John here. Like my gut feeling says, Forrest may win. I think it'll be high scoring. I think we'll both go at it for a win. 2-1. I don't I don't want to predict 3-2, but I'll take 3-2 to Forest. I think that would be justice. 
But yeah, I'm going to go Forest to win. Um, but yeah, I think that covers everything, Johnny Boy. Um, apart yep. from reminding these guys to subscribe to both channels if they're new. And they haven't hit the like button because they're so goddamn lazy. They're so goddamn lazy. Yeah. And I and I, we can't make it any Four. easier for you. The title for Cherry's Red Army is, is... Sorry, the link for Cherry's Red Army is in the title. If you press that button, then press subscribe. And then you can all go and troll John and the rest of the Cherry Red Army boys and ask them about the weather, the brown envelopes to Rob Jones and all that. So make sure you've subscribed to John because he is a legend of Beat the Drop. Yeah, Matthew, shut up. <laughs> See what we have to put up with, John. See, do you get this crap on your channel? Honestly. No, no. But we do, we do, yeah. We we have to we have to remind people to hit the like button as well. Yeah, honestly. I mean Nick Nicky does. Nicky I've I've been training him. He's doing all right now. <laughs> but yeah, Johnny Boy, we we got beat the drop a week on Monday. We're kicking it back up. So you'll yep. be there? I will. Week yeah. on Monday. Week on Monday, guys. Beat the drop is back. And yeah, Jimmy will be there as well, probably, and the rest of the boys. So, Joey Boy, it's been a pleasure as always. Um, may the Forest team win on Sunday, <laughs> and we will catch up about it, no doubt, Sunday night once you've uh, brown enveloped the refs and got some BS your way. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see about that. It will be a different ref. So, um, well, but never mind. I don't know who the VAR is. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe we've slipped something to get Rob Jones on the VAR. Right. If Rob Jones <laughs> anywhere near that match, I swear to God. Right, guys, thank you so much for watching. We'll be back with our own preview tomorrow morning. Um, there's a Gore stream tomorrow night to preview the Bournemouth match with the Gore boys, and you lot can attack and again all you want. Uh, we'll see you then. Johnny Boy, it's a bit of pleasure. And come on, you Reds. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.